When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Alec Feldman, the podcast from Wizard Radio. We've taken his show, broadcast live on Saturdays between 3 and 5, then cut out the songs, news, and other bits that aren't very interesting, leaving you with about an hour-ish of sweet, juicy content. Mmm, mmm, mmm content. Just one more thing. Don't bother sending in any messages, we'll probably never see them. You may be charged, but your entry won't be counted. Because this isn't live, obviously. It's a podcast. It's already happened. In the past. To get involved, just listen live on Saturdays between 3 and 5 on Wizard Radio Station. I'd like to be able to say you won't regret it, but I can't. This is Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. I'm not sure how much longer I can keep doing this, you know. I've been doing it almost four years. Four years next week I've been doing this. And I just think sometimes, sometimes you need to try out new things. And sometimes it looks like there's suddenly loads and loads of money in being a lorry driver. So I think I might pack in this radio thing to become a lorry driver. The money's really good. I can't drive a lorry, but I'm sure it's not that hard. And all of my previous driving experiences have been completely without problems. So I'm sure that will be absolutely fine. Keep on trucking, baby. It's Saturday. It's three o'clock. Now, live from Manchester, Alec Feldman. Gracie, sounding like your mum when you leave food on your plate. What a waste. What a waste. Starving children in Africa, you know. Should I send it to them? That's that's basically what that song's about by Gracie. And before that, Lizzo, Cardi B with Rumours. Good afternoon. It's Saturday once again. I am on the radio. How are you? It's all good. Were you back to school this week or have you not gone back yet? I know some people went back this week. A lot of people are going back next week. But basically the summer's over now, isn't it? Fun time's over. Back to work. Back to your little COVID bubbles to learn things and try and catch up with basically everything that you've missed for the last two years so good luck with that i'm really not jealous of anyone having to go through that whatsoever so have fun i hope it's going all right if it's already happened and if it's happening next week good luck i hope you've got your new stationery i was saying this on the weekly mixed up yesterday i'm so jealous of people who get to go stationery shopping because when was it This time last year was my first time ever that I haven't had to buy any new stationery in September. And I don't like it. I miss it. I just want to go to WH Smith and fill up a basket with highlighters and Pritt stick and safety scissors and 
loads of stuff I don't really need, but my mum offered to pay for. Oh, if only. Maybe, maybe one day. If I, well, like, I mean, I could do it if I wanted to. Just, I wouldn't, I don't need any stationery right now. That'd be a bit of a waste of time and money. Anyway, anyway. Moving on. On the show this afternoon. Big one. Need to talk to you about Naked Attraction. Need to talk to you about The Force. Ooh. Need to talk to you about a dancing thief. Plus, things you don't really know what to do with. Shortages. A 60 second guide. What's going on. And, I don't want to give you any spoilers here. But after four o'clock, I might have the final alpaca update. I've been updating you on the fate of Geronimo the alpaca pretty much every week for probably about a month. I have another update for you today. But I have a feeling, like I said, without wanting to give too many spoilers, this might be the last time I talk about it on, on the show. Oh, well. Plus, music coming up. I've got, this is weird, I've got Skrillex coming up. I didn't think I'd be saying that phrase in 2021. We've got The weekend next. Olivia Rodrigo Griff. Really, really good music today. So, please, don't go anywhere between now and 5 o'clock. You have no excuse. I will be so upset if you even think about going somewhere else. So, don't you dare. Good. Now I've (laughs) sufficiently threatened and scared you into staying. Let's talk about the worst and the best things in the world this week. I just like to keep you up to date with where my head's at, what I'm liking, what I'm not liking, because I'm, I'm very fickle. There's a new thing every week with me. That's how I work. The worst thing in the world this week, I think, in my life, it's these... I've talked about this loads throughout the whole pandemic. I've had enough of it. All these COVID scares, they keep happening. I feel like every two minutes, it's like, oh, so-and-so's got COVID. Oh, so-and-so's isolating. Oh, COVID this, isolating that, blah, 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 blah. Yesterday... Two different scares in one day <laughs> from two different people. One person that I have actually hugged this week, oh god, that has now got COVID. And one person who my housemate works with also has COVID. So it's once again closing in. Will I manage to escape it this time? Who knows? But so far, so good. I'm doing my lateral flows and we're alright so far, so fingers crossed that I keep managing to dodge this thing until it's no longer a pain in the backside to get. But yeah, that's that's annoying me this week. Two in one day. I, I, I don't even do anything. I don't go anywhere. I barely see anyone. And I'm having two COVID scares in the space of a week. God. Annoying. On to the best things in the world this week. I've really been enjoying... The people who have completely sabotaged this. Have you heard of this anti-abortion website? It's launched, because basically Texas, the state in America, have put in this really regressive, discriminatory, gross law that bans abortions after six weeks. Disgusting. I hope that everyone can do everything they can to get that overturned, because it's awful. Um, And there's a website that's been launched where basically, it's, it's a horrible concept. You report people who you think are helping others get abortions is oh, sickening, really. Um, but what people have been doing to try and combat this website is on the report page, just spamming it, sending loads of bots to it to fill it in, filling it in with memes. And do you know what a copy pasta is? 
when it's just like a weird rambling paragraph that gets copied and pasted on the internet. People have been doing that. People have been putting uh, some somewhat graphic things in there. Just anything they can do to completely spam it. And I have been loving it. I wanted to have a go. I, re- I genuinely tried to and it wouldn't work on my computer. I think because so many people have been doing it, it had either crashed or they've taken it down. So good work, everybody. Well done. Well done on that one. Um, one of my other favourite things in the world this week. You know you know the news channel? It's kind of new. It's launched in the UK called GB News. I've talked about that a little bit on the show as well. Um, and they're, they're, they're just really kind of right-wing, basically. That's their thing. They're anti-woke, whatever the hell that means. But uh, they've been having a bit of drama recently. Lots of people have been leaving, all that kind of stuff. Nobody's really watching any of their shows. And the main guy... The main man, the, like the biggest anchor, the biggest name to join GB News is this guy called Andrew Neil. You might have seen him on the telly before. He used to be on the BBC. Kind of Scottish, very, very tough interviewer. And he was like the face of GB News when it launched. Except he went on holiday after two weeks. He was supposed to be on every day and he went on holiday two weeks after they started. He hasn't been back on since. Supposed to be back on Monday. Everyone's like, oh, is he going to be back? Is he not going to be back? And there's loads of like behind the scenes drama and fallouts and arguments and conflict. And I'm so here for it because it's just a complete mess from start to finish. And it's really funny to watch it unfold. So those are the best and worst things in the world this week. COVID scares every two minutes. Bad. But people sabotaging anti-abortion websites. Good. And GB News completely imploding. Also very, very good. This song, really good. I love this. The Weekend, brand new from The Weekend. Take My Breath. It's playing on Wizard Radio right now. How good is that? The Weekend. And Take My Breath on Wizard Radio. Good afternoon. I'm Alec Feldman. Thank you for listening. Uh, coming up, let's let's go back to 2012 and play some Skrillex, because why the hell not? I'll play you Olivia Rodrigo. I'll play you Griff as well. Have you seen how... Every day at the moment, it feels like there's a new no- news story about shortages. The shortage of everything. In the last couple of weeks, what we've had, we've had a shortage of chicken at Nando's. We've had KFC shortages. We've had McDonald's milkshakes. There's a shortage of those. Um, chips, computer chips, I think, possibly oven chips as well. I don't really know. Uh, toys at Christmas, there's going to be a shortage of those. Diet Coke, there's a shortage of that. Um, tea shortage all sorts it's getting a bit silly now there isn't anything apparently no, I, I, I don't know if I've experienced this in real life Like you go to the shops and there's still food on the shelves we're not going hungry or anything but there is every day a new story about something that's in short supply even lorry drivers I mentioned it earlier there aren't enough lorry drivers to transport the stuff of which there is also not enough which means all the lorry drivers are getting, like, massive pay rises. So, great time to be in the haulage industry. Eddie Stobart, oh man, he's making a killing right now. Is Eddie Stobart still alive? Is he a real person? I don't really know. I hope he's, I hope he's okay, whatever he's up to. Shout out to Eddie Stobart. But every day, these new shortages, probably, I hate to say it because of Brexit, who could have predicted this? <laughs> Not me. But, um that's what's happened and because of brexit and all the chaos and stuff and pandemic and isolating and lorry drivers all of that has combined in the perfect storm 
to mean that every day there is a new story about things that we can't get hold of in the shops at the moment. Uh, this is sort of what we were all fearing like a year and a half ago. Do you remember when everyone was hoarding toilet paper? That was a weird time. Um, uh, and all that panic buying stuff. That was the wrong time to do it. It was fine. The only reason there wasn't stuff on the shelves in March 2020 was because of idiots panic buying. Meanwhile, in, where are we? September 2021, that's when the genuine shortages are happening. Weirdly, no one is panic buying. Nobody's gone to, <laughs> to Nando's to panic buy chicken or McDonald's milkshakes panic buying those whilst they last. But I mean, I'm not saying they should. I'm not encouraging that because that would be really irresponsible. What I am saying is that maybe we can be a bit clever about this. If there is a new shortage every single day, what if we tried predicting what there's going to be a shortage of? And then I I think we can turn it into a little game. Almost like a, not a wager, perhaps a, a sweepstake. So here's how I think it's going to work, right? You have to predict what there will be a shortage of at some point in the next seven-day period, right? And if you predict correctly what there is going to be a shortage of, then you are the winner of the shortage sweepstake and you get a prize. Now, in normal sweepstakes, like a World Cup sweepstake, the prize would be money. Ah, but I have a much better idea. Since you were so clever and predicted the shortage, it's only right that you get given loads of the thing that there's a shortage of that you correctly predicted. So, here's what I think we should do as a, as a family, as a group of friends, which is what we all are. When we do the shortage sweepstake, whoever predictly guesses, that's... <laughs> predictly guesses, what does that mean? Whoever correctly predicts <laughs> what there's going to be a shortage of, we all have to give them our entire supply of it. So, say, for example, I predicted there would be a, supply, a shortage of toilet paper. Everybody else, you would all have to send me all of your toilet paper. All of it. And then I can have it, because that's my prize for correctly predicting there was going to be a toilet paper shortage. Um, now, once I've got that toilet paper, it's kind of up to me what I want to do with it. I might sell it, you know, for, for a very, very high markup, because there, you know, there'll be a shortage, guys. I've got to make some money out of it. I might gift, gift it back, because I'm a nice person. Or I might just hoard it for my own personal use. Uh, the possibilities are endless, really. But I think that's what we should start doing. So I'm going to go first, right? I think in the next seven days, there is going to be a shortage of hummus. Okay, that's my prediction. If there is in the news in the next seven days, between now and next Saturday, a story about hummus shortages, then you all owe me hummus. You get it? So if, if there is one... I want you to get your hummus. I want you to put it into an envelope and send it to Alec Feldman, Wizard Radio, P.O. Box. Um, I, I don't know. I don't actually have an address, but I think that's what's going to happen. And then I can have all the hummus. Although, to be honest, I sort of hoard hummus anyway. I think I've got about four tubs in my fridge as we speak. So I don't know how much use it would be, to be honest. <laughs> if there's a hummus shortage, it will be my fault. I've been buying it all. That'll be why. Maybe, maybe I should. Should I panic buy hummus? No, no, because panic buying is stupid and irresponsible. Well, there we go. But that's a fun game you can play in your head. What will there be a shortage of in the next seven days? What's next? My money's on hummus. What about you? You can let me know if you fancy. 
um, station at wizardradio.co.uk is the email address for anything anything you fancy. Right, coming up in a second, I've been doing a bit of online shopping, but it's not quite worked out how I would have liked. I'll tell you exactly what's what's gone down after Skrillex, Justin Bieber, and Don Tolliver. Now, I haven't heard this yet, so I'm excited to find out whether or not this song is a dubstep song, a la Skrillex of 2012, or whether Skrillex has, you know, moved on from the whole dubstep thing. But we'll find out together. Here he is, Skrillex on Wizard Radio. I'm not going to lie to you. I am slightly disappointed by that. When I saw Skrillex had (laughs) released a new song, I was fully expecting 2012-era dubstep vibes. You know, like, lots of wubs and... And wicka, 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 that kind of that kind of thing, but it, it had none of that. It was just like a, a normal song. Oh man, Skrillex, you've lost it. What are you doing? I bet I bet he hasn't got even that crazy hair anymore. I bet he's cut it all off. <sighs> what a disappointment. That was a right song, which is not what I was expecting. That was Skrillex and Justin Bieber and Don Tolliver with "Don't Go." This is Wizard Radio. Good afternoon. I'm Alec Feldman. Uh, let's do Olivia Rodrigo and Griff in a second. Uh, but first, I've had a couple of a couple of online shopping mishaps this week. I thought I was quite good at online shopping, and yet twice within the space of a week, I've had things go slightly wrong. And it's it's what's weird. It's been the exact same mistake both times. I don't know how this has happened, whether I've forgotten how to use the internet or what. But I I bought a new phone a few months ago. And as part of the like the deal when I got the new phone, they were like, oh, but as a free gift, you can get this this other thing. And I was like, yeah, yeah, cool, whatever. Well, I'll have the other thing too. Great. If it's free, what well, fine. Um, and then my phone came. And then the other the other free thing didn't come. And I was like, oh, that's a bit weird. And so I spoke to customer service and I was, I was like why hasn't this other bonus free thing come and they said oh we don't send that out at the same time you have to wait for a code to redeem your offer and then you can buy it and I was like okay whatever didn't think anything about it for like three months but then I had to talk to customer services like this week about something else a little another little thing and you know when they go at the end of the conversation it wasn't a real person but well it might have been a real person but it was on the web chat so you always feel like it might not be a real person. They always say at the end, oh, is there anything else that we can help you out with today? As if there's some kind of problem that you might have just forgotten to mention until they asked. Um, but on this occasion, there actually was. So I was like, yes, you know what, actually? You can help me out with something today. Why haven't I got this free gift that I was promised when I bought this phone? They were like, oh, terribly sorry. We'll make sure we get that, that promotion code sent out to you. So they sent it my way. And I was like, brilliant, here we go. Let's do the transaction. I was doing it on my phone because I was out and about. And I was like, yeah, let's just do it. So I can get back and be like, yeah, it worked. Cool, thanks. Um, and I'm not sure exactly what happened. It's all a bit of a blur, to be completely honest with you. But the next thing I knew, I had accidentally ordered two Google Stadia Pro. Um, one for free obviously, because I got the free promo code, but then (laughs) after all that, I'd accidentally ended up buying another one, which I had to pay for. So I've now paid for one Google Stadia thing, and I've got another one that's come for free, and they showed up this week. And it occurred to me when they arrived, I don't actually know what they are. 
what, what is a Google Stadia? How do I use it? What's it for? I genuinely don't know. And I'm pretty up to speed with tech stuff generally, but this has kind of passed me by. What is a Google Stadia? I'm aware it's something to do with gaming. It's like a little gaming controller. Other than that, though, I've, I've got nothing. What, do I, what am I supposed to do with it? I literally have no idea. I am sending one of them back. I don't want to keep two. Especially not one that I've actually paid for. I only wanted it because it was free, basically. But I don't know what to do with the second one. But I, I, You know what? I also have on my shelf at home another free Google thing. I, I got a Spotify offer once where you could just claim a free Google Nest. So I've now got a free Google Nest that I never paid for and have never even taken out the plastic. And now I've got a Google Stadia again as well. I don't even know what to do with it. <laughs> Why do I even bother? I don't know. I do now need to send the other one back, but that went wrong. And then I was also, I, I've been mean to my desk. I moved house like two months ago. What, what month are we on? Yeah, two months ago. And I haven't had a desk in here yet. And I need a desk really. And I finally got round to buying one this week. And again, I was like, oh, brilliant. I finally finally bought a desk. Great. Until I got an email from Ryman the Stationer, where I bought them off, being like, we've noticed that you've actually bought two desks that are exactly the same. Did you mean to do that? Because I, I feel like that might have been a mistake. And it was a mistake. But how does that work? How did I end up buying two desks? I didn't. I, I don't remember at any point in the quantity box ticking I'd like two desks, please. I didn't do that. How did it happen? How? I don't get it. I'm just ordering two of everything at the moment, and I don't want to. Anyway, back to my original point. I do now have two of these Google Stadia things, one of which I will send back, just sitting in my house. No idea what to do with it. Don't really want it. Don't really need it, but I only got it because it was free. And this afternoon, I would like to ask you, have you got anything just lying around your house you don't really need it, and you don't really know what you what you want to do with it. Like, you don't know what to do with it. You've just got it because useless to you. Anything like that. Have you got something like that, like me and my Google Stadia that I don't know how to use or even really what they are? If you have, send it my way. I'll read out a few of your messages in a bit. In the meantime, let's play Griff. And now, Olivia Rodrigo. This is Brutal on Wizard Radio. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Mediocre broadcasting since 2017. Wizard Radio, playing Griff and One Night. Alec Feldman here, hi. I mentioned before how, basically because I'm just really, really tight and I love getting my money's worth, I demanded that the company I bought my new phone off um, sent me the, the free gift they promised because they, they tried to weasel out of it, and I was like, no, I want my free gift. Don't really know or care what the free gift is, but now, long story short, I accidentally own two Google Stadia. I'm sending one back. I don't need two. I did have to pay for one of them. But the other one, the free, I'm keeping the free one. I don't really know what a Google Stadia is. Should I, should I Google it? I feel like that would help. It would be easier than just saying I don't know what it is. But I don't really know what I'd use it for anyway. Um... Google Stadia is a cloud gaming service developed and operated by Google. Uh, 4K game, 60 frames per second. So what's what's the controller for? But I'm still none the wiser to be honest, but I don't really play games, so I feel like this probably isn't for me. But I did demand it because free. I will never say no to a free thing. And um, got some of your messages here from things you've got 
that you don't really know what to do with. You just have them because you do. Um, Evie has been on. She says, I found this in the kitchen drawer last week. It still blows my mind that we have one. You know those apple cores that look like a knife? They've got a round thing at the bottom, which is roughly the size of an apple core. I'd always wondered what this thing in our kitchen drawer was, but then I saw a TikTok about them, and I was like, hang on a minute, we've got one of those. I don't know why you need one. Do people not know how to eat around the core of an apple? And why did my family spend money buying one? These are mysteries I will take with me to the grave. Does anyone ever buy an apple core? I feel like it's the kind of thing you might just have. Like, got given it at some point, but I've, nobody's going out of their way to buy it. Like, oh, oh, you know what we need? Oh, get down to Wilco. We need an apple corer. But yeah, I feel like they're not useful necessarily when you're eating an apple. Because, like you said, you can just eat around them. But if you're making, say, a fruit salad, I find when I'm chopping up an apple, you do lose quite a lot of good apple trying to, like, curve the knife to get the core out. So maybe a corer, just a quick and easy way to go, like, boom, boom take it out keep the rest of the apple minimal wastage happy days so it might be to do with that or like when i had braces i couldn't i couldn't eat an apple had to cut it up again avoid the wastage so it could be that that could be one reason why you have an apple core but yeah i think we've got one at home as well i don't know if it really works i feel like i've tried to use it once or twice and it's been so blunt that the core hasn't come out and it's just been a massive waste of time but Thank you very much, Evie, for your message. Taylor says, this has been bugging me for so long. In my bits and bobs drawer, which is the drawer below my thingamajig drawer, I have a wire. We've all got we've all got drawers like that. Bits and bobs, thingamajigs, just the stuff that doesn't really fit anywhere else. Uh, one day, you know what? One day on the show, I'm going to go through my bits and bobs drawer and my thingamajig drawer at home because there is so much stuff in there. All of it tapped. Never want to throw any of it away, though. Never. Um... Anyway, Taylor says, in my bits and bobs drawer, I've got a wire. It's got a USB plug on one side of it. You know, like a normal USB that you plug into a computer. And then on the other side, it looks like a USB plug, but it's much smaller. Probably half of the other one. And it doesn't fit in a computer. I don't know what this wire is, what it came with, or what it would be used for. But I know that if I ever throw it away, this is when I will find out what it's used for. And then I won't have it anymore. It's frustrating. Yep, so true. You never need something, and then you throw it away, and you're like, oh my god, I need it, all of a sudden. Um, Is it for maybe a digital camera? They've got lots of weird random plugs that don't seem to match with anything else. That's my guess. I think it's for a digital camera. Yeah, everybody has a wire drawer as well. My wire drawer is different to my, my bits and bobs drawer, though. They're too, actually, well, actually, maybe my wire drawers kind of merged into my bits and bobs. I don't, I don't know, to be honest. But my guess is digital camera. That's what the, the mystery wire is for. And Benny has been on. He says, I own a belt. Must have been bought by someone stupid. Because I cannot work out how on earth it closes. Instead of buckling like a normal belt, it's got like a rectangle at the front with a metal bar through it. And the rectangle opens and then it closes. This is useless to me. I don't wear belts for one thing, but if I did, I wouldn't be able to use this one because I don't know how it works. Who knew that belts could be so complicated? If this was the belt industry's version of a new iPhone, they need to get better ideas. Maybe, well, you know how, you mentioned iPhones, you know how iPhones always have really difficult connectors? Before it was that 12 pin thing, 
then it was lightning and you know none of those are compatible with anything else that's not an iphone maybe that's what this belt company is trying to do I, here's the thing benny I'll, i don't fully understand based on the description how it is different to a normal belt because most normal belts have a rectangle with a, a bar going through it no i i don't know I, look i'll take your word for it it's a very complicated belt that you can't put on and therefore it is useless to you but listen, if anybody wants here, okay, if, if anybody's got like a birthday coming up, if anybody wants a Google Stadia still in the, the, the plastic or and or a Google Home, hit me up. You know where to, oh my God, I've just triggered the Google on my phone. Go out. Sh- shut up. I don't need you. <laughs> uh, if anybody wants either of those things that I won't say again in case I trigger my phone, you know where I am. Happy birthday. First person to ask for them can have them. Uh, for legal reasons, you you can't. I'm keeping them just in case I ever want them or need them. Work out how to use them. Right, let's play the new song from Kanye West. His new album was released last week. He wasn't very happy about it. I don't think it was really finished, but his label was just like, we're putting it out. Stop being silly, Kanye. So this is one of the tracks off there. This is Kanye West in jail on Wizard Radio. Wizard Radio, afternoon, Alec Feldman here. That was new Kanye West called Jail. Hello. I love a good crime story. A funny crime story will never fail to make my day. And here is one for you now. About a man who stole watches in Birmingham with a very, very unique technique. He wasn't a mugger. He wasn't a burglar. He wasn't like a ram raider or a like a pickpocket. He was a dancer, not not a human, a dancer, uh, to quote the killers. And what he'd do is he'd go up to people and have a chat with them, you know, strike up a bit of banter, which is already kind of weird. I'd already feel a bit threatened if someone came up to me out of nowhere and started chatting to me. Um, but then he'd break into a dance and he'd start dancing and sort of this dance would involve a lot of physical contact with the person he was dancing at. Which, again, really, really weird. I'd be like, something's up here. But he'd do this dance and, you know, touch people a bit. COVID, hello. And whilst he was dancing and touching people, they'd be like, whoa, this is so weird. This guy's doing a dance. How weird. Whilst they were distracted by the fact that he was doing a dance, he'd be touching them. He'd be slipping their watches off their wrists and nicking them. And then he'd finish the dance and run off. And that was his, his weird technique. And the only reason he got caught is because um, it got it got caught. The, like, the watch got caught on somebody's cuff. And they were like, hang on a minute. And he had to run away and then try and rob someone else. But eventually he got, he got brought to justice. A couple of weird things about this. Um, he tried to steal somebody's very expensive watch. Um, £9,000. Didn't work. Ran away. Found someone else wearing a £4,700 Rolex watch. Where were all these people who were wandering around wearing watches worth thousands and thousands of pounds? My watch, it's made by Constant. It's got a little backlight. It's got a timer and an alarm. Um, and it cost me about a tenner from Argos. I don't know who these people are, but there's a lot of them in Birmingham, apparently. And when this guy got caught, the police have described his dance moves, which I quite like as a description, as part Bruce Forsyth, part Artful Dodger, so is that a compliment? I mean, Bruce Forsyth was a great man. Everybody loves Brucey. He's a national treasure. 
I don't know how good he was at dancing, but did he do the catchphrases as well? It's nice to rob you, to rob you. Nice! Was, any, was there any of that? <laughs> what else he was nicking these people's watches or what? And remember, keep stealing watches. <laughs> I don't know, but that's, that's fun. Um, but you know how Abbott have, have come back this week? The band from the 70s singer of um, Mamma Mia amongst other things. Everyone loves ABBA, right? They've got a new song. Did you know that their new song is actually by this guy? It's called Dancing Thief. You are a dancing thief. No. Never mind. Let's move on very quickly. This is Suburban, Bella Porch and Inferno. We'll do a bit of a vintage what's going on next. Suburban and Bella Porch with Inferno. It's Wizard Radio. Listen, um, you've made it this far on the show. I feel like I should mention at this point, it might be on, on tape. This might be pre-recorded, but don't tell anyone. Shh, 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 shh. So what we'll do is a little vintage edition of what's going on that you can still play along with. So without further ado, here is what's going on. It even has its own sound effect. I mean, that was obviously me doing it with the Echo Live, obviously. So in what's going on, you have to work out what is happening in a little sound clip that I play you. It's only usually like 10, 15 seconds. Hasn't really got much talking. Most of the time it is just some sounds, but I've taken it from a video that's made me laugh. And you have to try and work out what the noise is that you're hearing. What, like, what is actually taking place in the video itself. It's a game that really encourages creativity, I like to think. Because you've got to proper use your imagination to be like, what could that be? And that's what I want you to do. You don't have to be right. Nobody's ever right, really. Occasionally, you get one that's kind of obvious, but most of the time, everyone's wrong, but we all have a lovely time, and I think that's a great a great lesson to take in life. <laughs> Everybody's wrong, but we'll have fun. So that's how it works. Send in your guesses to me. I'll give you the number in a second. But all you need to do is have a guess to find out what is happening in a clip. And the clip for this week sounds like this. Now, my initial reaction is that that sounds like some kind of motorised vehicle. That is what it sounds like. Um, and it sounds like it's moving as well. And if you know, I don't know if you can, you can notice, but if you listen to it again. It kind of gets louder, doesn't it? And then it gets a bit quieter. So it sounds like it's like getting closer, but then getting further away. Maybe am I imagining that or am I not? I don't. I don't know. But that's what I'm hearing. No, no words at all in this one. Just a motorized vehicle. And there's also another noise. If you can, you can pick that out. There's the, the like the noise that sounds like a whatever it is, the engine or the I don't know the blades. There's another noise, like a constant noise in the background. That's like a, a constant rhythm. Like that. Like someone clapping or something. I don't know what that is. So this one might be quite difficult, but I enjoy making it difficult because we get the best answers. So what do you think is happening there? Any thoughts? Let me know. 07807 183 538 07807 
183538. That is the number you can find me on. One more time for the clip. What is going on here? Just be right, just creative, and that's how what's going on works. And we will continue our game of what's going on before the end of the show at about ten to five. So have a think about that one. But like I said, don't don't bother texting him because I might be pre-recorded. Our little secret, right? Coming up, <laughs> I'll play you Ella Henderson and Lord, and I might have some terrible news coming for you in the next hour. Don't go anywhere. Four o'clock now. Time for the news. I, the voiceover guy, have been paid a small one-off fee to let you know that you're listening to Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Great tune. Ella Henderson, Risk It All on Wizard Radio. Afternoon. It's Alec Feldman here. How are you? It is Saturday. I'll play you Jason Derulo really soon. Anessa Barrett and Camila Cabello's new song. But first, um, are you, are you sitting down? I think you'll want to be sat down for this. So, for the last, I can't even remember how many weeks on this show, I have been providing you with regular updates on an alpaca called Geronimo. Geronimo's story begins really four years ago when Geronimo very sadly tested positive for bovine TB when it entered the UK after being imported from New Zealand. And the rules on this are very clear. If you've got bovine TB, got to be destroyed they want to eradicate that disease if you test positive for it not like covid where you just have to quarantine for 10 days they will destroy your animal they will kill them and then i don't know turn them into dog food or something probably not that because that'd be really really bad but them's the rules and for some reason after his positive test they just didn't get around to killing him off and he survived for like four years but then i don't know where this has really come from this news story has blown up in the last month or so. It's been over all over the papers. There's been a petition with, I think last checked, had about 140,000 signatures. 140,000 people wanting to save Geronimo. And there have been protests against, you know, his destroyal. People actually turning up in Whitehall to protest about an alpaca. Stanley Johnson has got involved, who's Boris Johnson's dad. All sorts of people. We've all got on board in this campaign to save Geronimo, the alpaca. And because the UK is a weird, weird country that cares more about animals than human beings, something we've learned far too many times recently, um, this, this Geronimo, <laughs> this alpaca called Geronimo, sort of captured the hearts of the whole nation, really. Everyone, everyone loved a bit of Geronimo. And so we've been sort of watching this very closely. Every week there seems to be a new twist and turn. There were court rulings, appeals, protests. Um, a couple of weeks ago, they had the sort of the final court ruling where they said, no, I'm afraid there's no more that can be done. Geronimo must be destroyed. So they set a date. They were like, at this date and this time, after this point, it has to be killed. If you don't do it, the owner... Then the government, the department for, what is it? The Environment and Rural Affairs, they'll show up and they'll do it for you. And so, again, she was very upset about this. The owner of Geronimo, uh, people showed up at the farm to form a protective ring around Geronimo to stop anyone from getting in. She said last week that she was going to put a camera on him. So when it happened, the world would see what happens. I think she's probably getting a bit hysterical. But here's the thing. The date that they were supposed to come in and kill him came and it went. And last week I was saying on the show, 
This is a bit weird. It's all gone really quiet. What's happened? Is Geronimo still alive? Is it dead? It's Schrodinger's alpaca. We don't know if it's alive or dead. But um, that was pretty short-lived. Because on... Uh, when was it? Wednesday. Tuesday or Wednesday. They came for him. They came... They broke into the farm. Well, they didn't break in. They were dressed in blue overalls, goggles and masks. The police came with them. They came at 11 o'clock and this live feed captured the moment. They led Geronimo away. They put him in a trailer and that was the last anyone ever saw of Geronimo. And it was later confirmed that Geronimo had been destroyed. They had their destruction warrant. They carried it out. He has now been, I, I don't know, doesn't really, I don't really want to think about it, but he's gone, basically. Geronimo is no more, which is which is very sad. Um, his owner has gone a bit hysterical. She's saying, the officials who tortured my animal are hiding the truth of his death from me. And all sorts. They, yeah, she's, it's all gone a bit nasty, to be honest. But basically, the sad news is, I'm very sorry to break it to you, but Geronimo the alpaca has passed away at the age of eight. Um, I don't know what that is in alpaca years, but he's he's gone. Uh, so that's why uh, I hope you were sitting down for that. So that's sad news. Sad news in the alpaca world this afternoon. Geronimo is no longer with us after a noble fight. Listen, four years after a diagnosis to keep going. Even when they were supposed to destroy you ages ago. That's that's a good innings. So, well done to Geronimo. I mean, yeah, literally 50% of Geronimo's life, he was under, like, a death warrant. So, life well lived, I think. But anyway, obviously, this is very sad news. And I wanted to, I don't know, give everyone the opportunity to grieve and to pay respect, most importantly, to Geronimo the alpaca. So... This afternoon on the show, um, we are going to be holding a funeral for Geronimo. Everybody's welcome. We can all come and join in. Uh, we'll all hold hands and just talk, share happy memories, and really celebrate Geronimo's life. Because that's that's ultimately what it's all about. So, we will do that in a second. I'll read out some of your tributes to Geronimo. And we'll just say goodbye to the alpaca that captured the nation's hearts. First, though, this is Jason Derulo and a song that sounds a bit like alpaca. It's called Apaculco, which is almost alpaca. This one's for you, Geronimo. Derulo. That was Jason Derulo with Alpaca on Wizard Radio, dedicated to Geronimo the alpaca. Thank you, everyone, for coming to this funeral service held today, Saturday the 4th of September 2021 at 4pm. Sorry we're a little late getting going. Terrible, terrible trouble finding somewhere to park. Thank you all for coming. We are gathered here to mourn the passing of an alpaca that touched all of our hearts. Geronimo the alpaca. (laughs) I don't know his surname. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> he passed away last week at the age of eight after being destroyed by the government for having bovine TB. 
nonetheless, his passing was a tragic one. So young, so much left to live for. Geronimo is not survived by any family members. So today, we must mourn his passing. I'd like to read out some tributes that have been paid to this alpaca. Zara, a close friend of Geronimo, has been in touch to say, How do you measure everything that Geronimo the alpaca brought into our lives? Thankfully, we cannot measure the amount of bovine tuberculosis because, you know, he was killed, so he wouldn't spread it. But yet, yeah, that's correct. Anyway, aside from that, when we need an animal to rally round and remind us about the important things, Geronimo the alpaca was there for us. Of course he was, because that's exactly what Geronimo intended to do. He brought us together, and for that, I'll be forever grateful. Rest in... <coughs> I'm sorry. Rest in peace, my hairy friend. The world is greater, because you were in it. <coughs> sorry. <coughs> sorry, sorry. Hold it together, Alec, hold it together. It's what Geronimo would have wanted. Okay. I'm ready to, to continue now. Joel has been in touch. He says, Alec, I've actually written a poem for Geronimo. It's called A for Alpaca. And it goes something like this. Oh, this is going to be beautiful. I can feel it already. A is for Alpaca. The animal of which Geronimo was. L is for love. The emotion that we felt. P is for persistence. The thing we all did to try and keep him alive. A is for alarmed. The feeling I felt when I first heard of this new story. C is for caring, which I did a lot for this alpaca. A is for and <laughs> is for and now he is gone. We all have a little less peace in our hearts. Joel, that was beautiful. Really, really beautiful. It's brought a tear to my eye. Thank you. Thank you so much. Geronimo would have loved that. And I'm sure his former owner will, will find great solace in that. So thank you, thank you. Georgina. She's left a tribute for Geronimo as well. When I think about all of the times I thought about Geronimo the alpaca, I will think back on it very fondly. He was more than an alpaca. He was a mindset. He was a community. A community of viruses living inside him. In the form of bovine tuberculosis. Sorry. Sorry. I was ready to defend Alpaca's existence with my life. I fought harder for Geronimo than I fought for anything in my life. I was shocked to hear of his death just minutes ago. Did I shed a tear? Maybe not. But my heart is broken forever. The family asks that you respect their privacy during this time. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Thank you for that, that beautiful tribute, Georgia. 
Georgina. Sorry, my mistake. <laughs> Just all the emotion of the day it's getting to me. I'd like to say a few words as well. Geronimo, we never met, thankfully, because you, you could have given me bovine TB. But I just knew, based on seeing you on the news and reading about you and seeing the passion that you ignited in people, that you were a special alpaca. You weren't any old alpaca. You were Geronimo, the alpaca that brought people together at a time when we really needed it. Never mind clap for the NHS. I think we should clap for Geronimo, the alpaca. So please join me in some applause for Geronimo, everybody. Heroic alpaca. Woo! Thank you. Thank you, Geronimo. We'll miss you. We really will. There ends my tribute. Um... Obviously, Geronimo has been destroyed already, so there are no remains to speak of that we can put into the ground at this point. So let's just have a moment of respectful silence. And I'd like to give the final thought in this funeral service to... We support Geronimo, some of his closest fans. They say, gone but won't be forgotten. Geronimo's legacy will be something to behold. Of that, I'm sure. We couldn't change his world, but he will change our world. Hashtag Geronimo. 2013 to 2021. We'll miss you, buddy. Give me a lick of Bayo and don't go yet. Wizard Radio on a Saturday afternoon. Thank you for listening. I am Alec Feldman. Wow, that was that was intense. I've only just got over that funeral that we all went to together for Geronimo the Alpaca. That was a really emotional experience. Um, I feel like we've all become closer because of it. Um, yeah, but listen, we've got to we've got to move on from these things. This is what Geronimo would have wanted, and I'm going to tell you what. What I've been up to this week. It's probably... It's, it's not good. I don't think this is a good sign, really. But here we are. Um, a while ago. It was probably about two years ago, actually. I was talking about a new show that I'd become obsessed with. You probably won't remember this. It wasn't like a major plot point in this show. But um, I discovered when we were going on holiday a couple of years ago. Because it has been a couple of years since I've been on holiday. Um, a show that was on Pick TV really late at night, and it fits that format of shows that's just a camera crew following around people doing their jobs. That kind of show. This one was called The Force Manchester, and it's about the police force, Great Manchester Police, and it follows them around doing their jobs, and you get to see them like arresting people and catching criminals and chasing people, and it's, it's quite a fun time. Sometimes you're like, yeah, go on, guys, get that idiot who stole the old lady's purse. And other times you're like, guys, you're, you're literally telling a child who accidentally smashed someone's window that they should be lucky they're not going to jail. What's wrong with you? Um, but it's a fun watch. It's a fun watch. I do enjoy it. And I watched it and I sort of me and my sister got obsessed with it. And we ended up binging like the whole thing on <laughs> not even on YouTube, but on daily motion, just some dodgy uploads couple of years ago and it was great 
And I haven't really thought about it much since then. But since I've moved to Manchester, it's always been in the back of my mind. You know, every time I see a police car, I'm like, oh, there's there's the Force Manchester. And my friend, a friend of mine, just randomly was like, hey, have you ever seen that show? Air, what's it called? Not Airport. Uh, Ambulance on BBC One. And I was like, no, not really. But it just reminded me of the Force Manchester. And the other night, I had a bit of free time. Uh, I was doing some ironing, my other favourite hobby, because I'm such a loser. And I was just like, oh, you know, I really want to watch. Let's, let's go on. Let's put an episode of the Force Manchester on. And I put an episode of the Force Manchester on. And I'd already seen it, but I didn't really care because it was just like a warm comfort blanket. And then that ended. and I was like, well, I've still got some more ironing to do. Let's put another episode of The Force Manchester on. And I watched, I think, two or three episodes of The Force Manchester that night. And then another one the following night. And another two the night after that. I I can't stop. I've got a problem. I'm sure there was only like two series of the show ever made. But I've, I've probably seen all of them several times by now. I can't stop watching The Force Manchester. I need to get a life. I can't keep watching the same cop reality program again and again. But I'm back into The Force Manchester and it is the best show ever made and you all need to watch it so we can talk about every episode in great detail. But that's that's my news. I'm back watching The Force Manchester again. Oh dear. (laughs) Don't be too concerned, guys. I promise I'm fine. Right. In a second, playing Utani and Sean Mendes. I really like this new song. Summer of Love is what it's called. But who actually is Taney? Where, where have they come from? Do you know them? I, I don't. Well, I didn't. But then I did some hardcore reading. Went to the library, took out some books, got an encyclopedia. And I've put together a 60-second guide so you can find out everything that, you, that there is. You could possibly want to know about Taney in just 60 seconds it's all true as well Alex totally accurate definitely not made up 60 second guy Taney is so named because he is Taney he's only five foot one he was a very big baby though he was born at a hefty five kilos and then throughout childhood always the tall one always above average height always the tallest kid in his class at school right up to year six it came as a great surprise to everyone when around the age of 10 he suddenly stopped growing he maxed out at just five foot one, and when all of his peers were going through their growth spurts during puberty, he simply remained the same. The baggy uniform he was given when he started secondary school by his mum to grow into remained excessively large when he left seven years later. It's unclear what caused a once tall person to prematurely stop growing. Like many things in life, it may be linked with trauma. For Taney, he stopped growing shortly after a terrible incident in which his naked and confused grandmother walked into his bedroom whilst he was sleeping and woke him up in the middle of the night, giving him a massive fright. And that is Taney in 60 seconds. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Come and join the fun from a safe distance. Bill Huddy, Ian Dior, Travis Barker, Tyson Ritter, all on that track. Don't freak out on Wizard Radio before that. Shawn Mendes and Taney. I'm Alec Feldman, hello, good afternoon, Sigrid playing soon and Cody Frost and we'll do what's going on as well. I was walking around Manchester the other day and I saw this bus and the bus had an advert on the side which which is quite a novel experience really, I don't know if you've seen many buses recently. They all seem to have some guy called Mr Jam on the side, I don't know what all that's about but this one had an actual advert 
and it was for the Channel 4 show, Naked Attraction. And I looked at it and I was like, I don't get it. What, what, what's going on? Oh, oh, that's really clever. And basically what they've done is um, it's mostly just blank. Uh, it's, uh, it has three, three kind of little blocks of text, right? One of them says, loves Naked Attraction and has an arrow pointing up. The other says, hates Naked Attraction and also has an arrow pointing up. The third says, loves being naked, has an arrow pointing up and then it says Channel 4, altogether different. And I was like, what, what, what's this on about? I don't get it. What, what's clever about this? And then I realised the arrows were pointing up to the windows and the seats where there were people sat. So it's like saying, oh, look, this person loves naked attraction. This person hates naked attraction. This person just loves being naked. And I was like, oh, that's really clever. That's really funny. What a great little advert. That was that. Didn't think much of it again. Um, was just slightly entertained. And then I saw on the news yesterday that um, in London, I used to live in London. I miss London. Um, they're, they're taking them all down because people have got upset because it's offensive apparently um i don't i don't quite understand the fuss here i'm not a culture warrior by any means and generally if things upset people it's probably because they're offensive and that we should we should get rid of them but this this is funny well the worst thing it says is that this person loves being naked that's that's not so bad lots of people love being naked you're free it's like you know feel the fresh air running through your whatever you know it's not it's not anything bad and even if you've got a little arrow pointing someone going oh they love being naked everybody everybody knows they don't really love being naked it's just it's just a little advert that they happen to be sitting in front of. I, I don't know i just feel like everybody's had a bit of a sense of humor failure on this one i don't see what the problem is it's just funny no I don't know. Am I sounding like an idiot here? I'm always very conscious that I might be. But genuinely, I think... I, I don't see how anyone could possibly be upset about a silly little advert that suggests that you like being naked. Anyone? No? I don't know. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Anyway. But now I kind of feel like I should feel bad for the fact that I thought it was funny. Because if it is actually offensive, then... I'm just a bad person, but it no, it is funny. It, come on, lighten up, guys. On this, just this one time, I disagree with the majority and think it's funny. Is that okay? No. Oh no, I've just I've just heard this just in. I've just been cancelled on Twitter. Oh dear. Never mind. Uh, Sigrid, <laughs> this is burning bridges. I'm Alec Feldman. This is Wizard Radio, and it's time for what's going on. Every week, I play you a confusing audio clip. It's some sounds of something happening that I've taken from a video that I found on the internet. But what is actually happening in said video, that is for you to work out. Um, This week, the clip sounds like this. What's going on there then? It sounds like there's some kind of motorized vehicle that is approaching and getting closer. But other than that, I can't really work it out. And your guesses have been coming in as they do every week. And I thank you for that. And we've got a message from Tom. He says, is this an outtake from one of those BBC bite-sized clips that we get shown at school? 
This sounds to me like an outtake from a geography clip of a tractor driving backwards and forwards on a farm. I think it's as simple as that. A tractor from BBC Bite Size. You think, so they're, they're this. It's a tractor going backwards and forwards. Yeah, you know what? Could be, could be. Does sound a bit farm-like, yeah, yeah. But it's not. You are incorrect. There is no tractor involved. Like I said, it's, it must be a motorised vehicle, but it's not the motorised vehicle that you suggested. It's not a tractor. Um, but thank you very much for your guess. Who else have we got? We've got Yasmin. Yasmin says, This clip reminds me of something that happened to me during this week. So I was driving with my mum on a road. There was a machine. It looked like a tractor, but according to my mum, it was a combine harvester. I don't, I don't know the difference. Um, it was one of them, but it was on the road. As if it was a car. It blew my mind. I'm wondering if the clip is of that because it sounds very similar. Uh, yeah, so Yasmin thinks it's the combine harvester that she saw the other day. Um, it's not. You are incorrect. Why is everyone suggesting farm things? We've had a tractor. We've had a combine harvester. But um, it's not a combine harvester either. But yeah, that's what happens in the countryside. They they just tractors just drive around like the cars and they hold everyone up. That's why I don't go to the countryside very often because I mean, but for, for many other reasons as well. But that's one of them. You get stuck behind tractors and stuff. But no, it's not a tractor. Everyone thinks it's a farm thing, but it's not a tractor or a combine harvester. Oh, Mitchell's been on as well. How is is this for real? Does everyone have this like weird? sense for what a tractor sounds like that I just don't because I grew up in northwest London Mitchell says is this a new remix of tractor the classic Rex 3-2 song no no it is not there are no tractors involved in what's going on this week you are miles away literally miles away everyone has got this completely wrong which although I'm pretending to be angry about it I'm actually very happy because I like it when you all get it completely wrong it makes it more fun for me don't not a soul has come close so I'll tell you what the clip is this week. It is very short. And first, when it starts, you see a woman running by some water. But then, as she's running, she gets overtaken by a man running. This man is wearing a headband and some shorts and some trainers and nothing else. And he is running as well. But he's running on a treadmill. And the treadmill is on wheels. So when he runs, he's powering the treadmill that has like an engine <laughs> that then also moves forward. So he's running on a treadmill, but also moving forward in real life because the treadmill's moving. Are you confused? Yeah, a little bit. But the video is just of him <laughs> overtaking this woman running. <laughs> so that is the what's going on for this week. Have a listen to that and just imagine a man topless running on a treadmill, but is also on wheels and moving. <laughs> oh, there he goes. Because you can hear her footsteps in the background, can't you? They're like constant noise. Those are her footsteps. She's running. So, there you go. That is the answer to what's going on this week. It's a man on a treadmill with wheels. Nobody got it right. It's not a tractor. So, I guess that means I win. Well done to me. I will feel very smug for the rest of the day now. Thank you for listening to the show. My time with you is done for this week, but we'll do it again next Saturday, 3 till 5pm. And if you've missed any of it, there is always Alec Feldman, the podcast, available wherever, whenever you would like to hear this show. It's the whole show, basically, without the song, so go enjoy it if that's your thing. 
Nice one for listening today. Mars Bukowski is coming up after Cody Frost verbal warnings. I'll speak to you next week. There goes another episode of Alec Feldman, the podcast. Wasn't that some great content? Come back next week for more audio-based fun. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.